Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recording, please note that your storage is almost full. Please log in and delete recordings or purchase more storage from your account. The recording has started. All right, so today is October 23rd, 2016. We've got a half an hour together. So, Zach, please. Okay, he's full of smiles. He's just so sweet, such a gentle soul. All right, your first question. Um, if he could let us know what's going on with his, um, his body, what he's got going on. Okay. Uh, specifically as it relates to his uh, ability to get around. Okay. So, Zach, tell us about your body, how your motor skills, locomotion, things of that sort. You know, he's feeling um, tired, weak, in the hind end. Uh, he says he can still rise, though, from a laydown to an up position. He tells me that his back to hind leg wrists sometimes, you know, somebody might call them an ankle, wrists or ankles, these, these bug him sometimes. It feels like it's, you know, I'm not a vet, I can't diagnose, treat or prescribe, but it feels arthritic in nature. Um, joint related, if you will. On a scale of 0 to 10, Zach, 0 being no pain, 10 being so excruciating you want out of your body, where are you on a daily basis? It's a level 2. It's enough for him to feel it and to notice it, but it's not too very extreme. As far as, you know, he feels pretty strong, though, throughout the shoulders, the shoulder muscles, the shoulder bones. He's able to, you know, move forward with what feels like good uh, control. I don't see him being wobbly or anything of the sort. He's got good, you know, steadfast. I'm now on my feet, four feet, and I can now move forward. It just feels like um, it takes a lot of effort at times for him to raise the hind end. Now, his hips do not feel painful. Um, it's more the, I'm going to call it weakness uh, factor in the back two legs. That feels like the oomph, the lift back there is sometimes, it requires more energy, a little strenuous. But even that doesn't feel extreme. Uh, the tail as it moves feels totally fine and normal. Can I feel your head, please? Everything feels good. Um, his eyesight, I don't know if we've talked about this in the past or not. Remind me if I have, but feels like it's no. its pretty poor these days. You know, he's got yep. hazy vision up close. I wouldn't say he's, he's not completely blind, and yet he can still see light and colors and general outlines that are kind of fuzzy edged versus crisp edge. And he can see close up far better at a distance. He probably, well, he says, I can't. I can't see anything at a distance that is clear cut. But he can still make out colors. He can tell night and day, vice versa. So he feels like he's getting along just fine there. His hearing, uh, you know, it's funny. He can hear, he says, high-pitched sounds. Like if, he, if there was a shrill whistle um, that somebody was making with their mouth, he'd be able to hear. But something that is low or common, ordinary, it's hit or miss, he says, whether I can hear it or not. It just feels like he's not always focused mentally in the present. You know, if you ever notice him laying down and he's kind of like panting, staring off in the space, kind of, you know, noises are happening around him, but he doesn't seem to be responding to it. Part of it is he's not hearing them. The second part is he's mentally elsewhere. He's focused elsewhere, but not in a way that one would call it dementia or Alzheimer's, you know, which animals certainly can get as well. He's just um, relaxing to the point where his eyes are open, but he's like, not quite 
with it, <laughs> you know, but he's in a happy place. <laughs> um, huh? He's quite content. He's just zoned out. You say that again? He's just zoning out. Yeah, that's a way of putting it, and, and he feels quite content to do that. Now, if you were to slap your hands in front of him and be like, hey, you with me, buddy? He would easily come back to the present moment. Um, so that's with the eyes, the ears. How's your, your organs, your breathing, your heart? Okay, he gets tired out. He, he tells me his heart um, is doing fine, however he's tiring. Um, his organs, his body, you know, the age that he is, he, he says has taken a toll, and so there are some mornings where he's got energy, but by midday, midday to him is around 11 o'clock, noonish, 1 o'clock, he starts to feel the fatigue in his body and needs to go take a nap. Um, he says until evening. So if you notice a lot of nap time in the early and late afternoon, he tells me that's his norm and that not to be alarmed okay. about that. Yeah. Okay, I have noticed that he's been sleeping a lot more, so that was one of my things. That is he okay with the fact, I actually like the fact that he's been relaxing in the morning and not making it like he has to race outside. But I just want to make sure that he feels comfortable as far as it goes with his bladder or his bowel movements, that he's not in any hurry to get outside and he's comfortable resting the whole morning while we're all running around crazy. You know, it feels like he has a great capacity, yes, to still be able to hold bladder and stool. Um, I don't see him at maximum capacity where now he's, you know, in anguish and has to expel it quickly. Um, so your mornings holding it, he says are fine. You know, he says that part of the reason why he takes it so easy in the morning is because of the age factor. It's not because of pain. He's not in pain. Again, discomfort in the back wrists. I do not feel the same discomfort in the front wrists nor anywhere else, honestly, in the rest of the body. Um, but it has kind of an um, age factor, he says, is kicked in. He also feels heavier than I get the real actual weight of his body is. And again, this is because mm. he's fatigued. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because he's not really at such a hot, uh, heavy weight, but... Um, that's another topic. Is he willing to work with me a little bit? The vet suggested that we go back to introducing green beans into his food. This is sort of a combination question for him. Okay. I'm wondering if he's bored with his food. He doesn't seem to, to me, he seems very just like indifferent about when I put the dog food into his bowl. Would he be open to going back to introducing the green beans both for, from a health standpoint and from a flavor standpoint? Gotcha. All right. So let's start with just the dry food question. How do you feel about your current food? Um, he is bored with it. He That's why he takes mm -hmm. his time and you may see him picking at it like a kid who's like picky about their food. Uh, he will eat it. However, um, nutritionally, it does feel like it's nutritionally balanced and sound for his body. But yes, there is boredom regarding eating it. It's bland as well. He says it's bland, a bit boring. Mm -hmm. As far as how would you feel if she added green beans to it? Uh, he says that's fine. He's not against green beans. You know, um, make sure the outside shells, okay, the outside, I don't know what you call it, the skin of the green bean, perhaps? <laughs> he wants to make sure it's soft. Okay, soft. Yeah, I'll do, the, I'll do the French cut ones like I've been doing in the years past, like we did. Okay, okay. Very I don't, soft, yeah. Yeah, the French cut, are you okay with that? Yeah, he says that's fine. Um, and do you feel that these would... Okay, so Cinda, he says that green beans actually help with circulation. 
Um, I'm not a vet, I can't diagnose, treat, or prescribe, and I've personally never heard that before, so it might be interesting to see if you can find any information to confirm that online. However, he's clearly saying that it actually helps circulation, and circulation for him is good because it gives him a little bit more oomph, a little bit more energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. That's good, that's fine. I'm happy to do that. Um, is he getting enough water? Does he feel hydrated? Um, his panting has is, is really been something that I've wanted him to try to explain to me. His panting has increased considerably in the last year. Does he feel hydrated? Am I not providing him enough fluids? Okay, sure. So let's look at the fluid moisture content. You know, he feels he is getting enough water. He feels that the, the water, the moisture is separate, a separate condition from the panting. So what's the panting about, please? Okay, it's not about pain in this case. Some dogs will pant because of pain. It's not because of pain. So what is it because of? You know, he says, because I feel heavy. I feel like I'm carrying more yeah. weight more weight than I really am. It has to do with fatigue. It's like a human who's out of shape and you, you have somebody who's not been warmed up uh, for days, mm-hmm. do a mile, mm-hmm. and they're going to go into yeah. panting mode almost immediately. So he's very out of shape internally, and that's because okay. of age. Because of age. Um, when I ask, is there are you is your blood cells your blood cells working the way they're supposed to? At you know getting absorbing oxygen and all that. He feels that they are. Um, he does tell me he has an old heart. He feels his heart does work in a normal rhythmic manner. Um, versus an arrhythmia, um, and he does feel that yeah, there's nothing wrong with his lungs. So it's it's age, it's fatigue, it's being out of shape. He does not honestly feel that you walking him is going to help this situation. So it's not like you can get him into shape. It's too age related. That's my next question. <laughs> yeah, it's too age related. He says. However, not that I would walk him as far as we used to walk, like four miles, but. Would he like for me to just try to make an effort, all of us, to introduce maybe going around the block with him? He usually gets excited or did get excited when we would go for a walk of any type. Would he like us to try to do that, or is this just not something he's interested in? Well, the interest is definitely there. I want to say that about if you were to start your walk, I don't know how long your walk is, but he shows me around house four. So if yours counts, you count your front door as house number one, by the time he reaches house four, He's starting to feel the fatigue coming on. I'm starting to see the panting oh. increasing. Um, so how many houses can you do before you're really exhausted? He says about 10. Um, so what if she needs houses? to... Okay. What's that? 10 houses he can do? Ten. Yeah, it feels like 10. And he'll come home exhausted, but not so overwhelmingly exhausted that it's, you know, in the dangerous category. And, he, you know, you could do, like, five houses down and five houses back. That would equal 10, even if it's not around the right. block. But he wants to go. Okay. <laughs> he does want to go. Okay. He does. The interest is there. Well, because I'm also feeling, Danielle, like, uh, my other thing for him is, is he, now this kind of parlays into a little bit of Charlie, is he... I think we talked about this a little bit last time about him maybe missing Charlie and um, is he bored? Is there something that I can do to try to make his life a little bit more interesting? I mean, we run a very busy household here and I feel like since Charlie has gone, his life has just become completely boring. You know, for him, he's Mr. Easygoing, he says, so he takes everything in stride. 
Uh, I don't sense boredom from him. I sense contentment. Now, having Charlie, the difference of having and not having Charlie around, having Charlie gave him something to watch. Charlie was entertaining. He was like watching TV for Zach. Um, so there was that aspect. There was, you know, yet another being doing things that I could absorb uh, and ob observe, excuse me. And so Zach, tell me more. You know, without the char without Charlie, he says the household themselves, you, for instance, and one of your kids even, is much more calmer. Um, so Charlie's absence has created a bit of a calmer atmosphere, in part because you're not so worried about, oh, who's Charlie near? What's he going to do? Kind of like feels like those thoughts have just gone by the wayside. They're not in your memory much anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not bored without him, Mom. It's contentment. Um, my body, he says, honestly, he feels that even if Charlie was there present time, um, Zach would still be going through what you're seeing his body going through. He still would be stay taking a step back from life, step back from not really so much the family, but the family's busyness. Zach just sometimes wants to stay out of the way, not get stepped on, you know, kind of have this little quiet spot over here um, while life is happening around him. And he's okay with that. And he's not feeling left out nor neglected. Um, so you guys can continue to do your busy life. He's really okay with it. Okay, okay. Um, I, I would sense that he would probably be honest with me and tell me that he enjoys spending as much time as he did at the beach at our other house. Um, he seems much um, happier there. Okay, versus this house. Okay, let me take a look. Yeah. So, Zach, the other house. You know, the outside, this fresh air, the, the heated rocks, um, feels like to him was very... Um, interesting. It was very, you know, I like this atmosphere. It's it's like laying on something warm. He enjoyed that. The sun comes up as well. As far as this house, you know, um, he thinks back to those days when he had more energy, and yes, he did enjoy that house. It was more, it offered him more things to do, more appropriate, if you will, for his younger body, whereas now he just shows me, like, even if he was there, he would go out and he would snooze, but he would move in the shade a lot quicker than being out in the hot sun. Um, his body can't take what it could then. Uh, mm -hmm. He's he's not missing the old house. He is very present with you in this new house. Well, new, maybe it's not new, but uh, where the wire you live now, It's he's content. He's not thinking about the old. But if you were giving him a choice of either, you know, honestly, he says where the family goes, I go. So whichever home you were in, he would want to be in too. Now, I don't know how to communicate this with him, so I'm just going to say it just to see how we can. Um, I, I'm intrigued by his constant desire to have whatever everybody else is eating. Okay. Um, <laughs> and okay. can we communicate to him that he needs to try to pull back on that a little bit? Okay. Well, he won't because you know what? He's decided that as I enter the golden years, that people are more open or willing to let me have almost anything I want. He, he seems to have this concept that he can have what he wants because he's old now. Um, he's got to be picking that up from someone or somewhere. So he actually feels he can get away with this begging. Um, I'm going to let him know that you're not going to give him just anything he wants because not everything is good for him. It's not always good for you, my friend. He says, well, I can sit there and try. I know I breathe on them. I know they notice me. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! 
I don't really get it's because he's missing something nutrient-wise in his diet. That's not the reason. He's doing it because he believes he can get away with it. And he does. He's like, well, I'm an old dog. They're just letting me enjoy myself. And he does enjoy Even if he gets nothing, he was like, oh, well, I didn't get anything that that time. And, you know, honestly, if you just give him a tiny tidbit, he shows me like a little tiny square of a carrot. Like the tiniest little tidbit makes this dog so happy. <laughs> okay. Okay. And does he feel the same way about when he's trying to get us to pet him? Because we love to pet him. It's just that when he continues and continues and continues, then we get frustrated and we feel badly and say to him, you know, okay, enough, enough. Is, are okay. we not giving him enough affection? Does he need more affection from us? You know, it feels like he goes through moments of neediness, and that's where this is stemming from. And it's kind of like, um, I'll liken it to if you've ever met a human who's elderly, maybe an elderly parent or whatnot, where they call you multiple times when really they're not calling you because you need to hear from them. They just need you. They need to know. They need that reassurance that I'm okay. I'm older, but I'm checking in with you because here, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm okay. They're kind of doing So he's doing it for reassurance as well. Um, so I'll let him know that, Zach, your people love you. What kind of reassurance do you need from them? It's the emotional aspect he needs. And what, what, how else can they satisfy that to you? Because when you keep asking, my friend, they've got other things to do and it can get to be a little bit too much for them. And then they, they don't mean to make you feel like you've got to go away, but, you know, they got other things to focus on too. You know, he has a very poor sense of time and how much time has passed these days when it comes to you guys petting him. Five minutes to him can feel like it was only a minute. So he thinks you need to keep petting him because he hasn't gotten his full, his fill yet. Um, he's he's kind of losing the concept of time and how much time has passed, which is good when he okay. sleeps because, you know, he's got no concept of time. And, <laughs> and it's yeah. also good when you go away because, again, he naps and he doesn't know how long you've been gone. But, yeah, that's right. what it's coming down to, neediness. Um, universe, please, how can they fulfill need, neediness or this need? You know, reminding him that, you know what, Zach, I love you so much. And, and emanating or offering that energy of love to him, because he will feel that from your heart. And then letting him know, and I'm going to stop petting you in about five seconds because I need to go prepare dinner, or I want to watch TV and focus on just that. If you want to be with me, I'm not going to pet you anymore, but you're welcome to sit down beside me. And he does like body contact too. So inviting him to just, you know, lay his foot on your foot as you're sitting watching TV or lay close to you into your leg. That way he can have that physical contact, but it doesn't have to be petting. You can remind him for that. Remind him to ask him. Lay down and let me offer you that. Okay. Are you still there? Cinda? Oh, I may have lost you. Okay. Let me jump off the recording and jump back on. See if you're still there. If you can hear me, you stay on. And I'll just jump off and on. Hold on. To stop conference record, this session is no longer being recorded. Please enter your PIN. Thank you. There is one other participant in the conference. Please announce yourself. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sorry, Danielle. My daughter called in and it cut it off. I'm 
sorry. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Did you get to hear the part about um, having inviting Charlie to lay down beside you, lean into you, because he likes body contact? Zach or Charlie? Z I'm sorry, Zach. Zach. Yeah, no, I didn't hear that part, but that oh. makes sense. So invite him to come in and lean next to me. Yeah, yeah, and you'll, you'll get it on the recording, too. But basically, it was in a nutshell of um, just letting him know that when he gets really needy, say, you know, gush that and emanate that feeling of love to him and say, you know what, Zach, I'm going to pet you now, and in about five seconds, I'm going to stop petting you because I have to go make dinner or I have to sit and watch TV or tell him what it is you're going to move into action-wise next and let him know that... I'm not, I'm not going to pet you anymore, but you're welcome to lay down next to me, put your body up against my body, or put your foot on my foot as we're watching TV. Invite him to do body contact, but not to do the, the pawing at you, the, the begging anymore. Just let him know we've okay. come to a time of completion of that. Move into this instead. You're inviting him to do something else. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. um, Okay, gotcha. So let's look at that latter question first. Um, it's a little awkward for you, but it works for him, yes. Okay. Okay, he knows he's heavy. Can you give me any indication why he does not want to sit down in the car? Why does he insist on standing? You know, it's for his sense of balance and equilibrium. Um, it feels like okay. if he sits, he has the idea if he sits, he's going to be off balance. I'm going to let him know there's always the option of laying down. He says there's not enough room. Not enough room. There isn't. He's right. Okay. Well, he, if I could get him into the back of the car, which is becoming, that's my thing, that's what I want to say to him, is if he would let me use the ramp with him, then he could be in the back where there's room to lay down. But because he resists to use the ramp and he cannot jump in the car anymore, okay. I have to put him into the passenger side. So if he would be willing to work with me with the ramp, then he would be able to lay down in the back. Okay. Okay. So what's going on with the ramp? You know, he can't see the edges because of his poor sight. He doesn't know where the drop-off is on the left and right. Um, Zach, would you be willing to allow your person to mentally show you images in her mind's eye? And all you have to do is just visualize what it looks like and say, here, I'm sending you a picture, Zach, and he can get that thought to thought. I mean, that's how he's communicating with me for images. So if she showed you what it looked like and where the edges were and she guided you, would you trust her enough to guide you? Uh, he says, I'm still no. afraid. I'm still afraid. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. So, okay. Forget the rant. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, because he would like to lay down on a blanket back there. I mean, that is a greater desire. But he says, I can sit up and pant um, in the front yeah. seat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's second best. I'll let him know that if... You decide um, to work with him on this. Would would you be open to working on the grant? If you were to, um, if somebody, you know what, Cindy, you might want to have two people stand on either side of him and don't force him, but use some yummy exactly. treat or something that he yeah. can't say no to. And even if all you do is take one to two steps up the ramp today and you try it again tomorrow and you do baby steps, you might end up succeeding huh? that way because he's food motivated. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking. Myself and Brianna and then on either side, and then we just work on it over time. Just because I think for him to know as he gets older, this is maybe be our best option. 
Okay, okay, he hears you, and I'm going to piggyback on that. And it may be kinder on your people's bodies as well, my friend, if you use the ramp, because you're, you're a golden, so you're very heavy for them. Mm, he understands. Sounds as heavy. You know, his other concern, Cinda, about being back there is the lack of airflow. Uh, I'm not sure uh, if there's windows, because he gets overheated yeah. so quickly. No, he's right. Right. Yeah, okay. All right, we'll have to work on that. We'll have to, we have to work on that, obviously. That's, okay. You know, he doesn't spend a lot of time in the car, but I prefer for it to be as comfortable as it can be. So if you can just tell him, we're just going to have to try to, we're just going to have to try to troubleshoot that a little bit. Okay. He says that's fine. If there's food involved, I'm there. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I have only a couple questions regarding Carly. I don't okay. have nothing too crazy. Um you need a minute to pull him in? Yeah, let me do that. So I'm going to thank you, Zach. And so I've got Charlie's picture up. Charlie, please. Okay. So, Charlie, my name is Danielle. We've spoken in the past. And your prior person, Cinda, has gotten permission from Melissa, your current people, to ask you a few questions. He wags his tail. <laughs> okay, he's willing. See so your first <laughs> question. Okay. Uh, is he happy? Is it going well? Are you happy in your current home? He says he is. He is gushed over. Um, the woman, Melissa, there may be more than one person in the family, but he shows me like like she adores him, and he knows it. So, yes, he's definitely happy as far as getting emotional TLC and feeling special. I always feel special here. Are you happy in other ways in the home, in this lifestyle? He says he is. Um, he's referencing a space outside. I believe this is a yard. He says that it's his. What about it? He wishes it was bigger because he likes to explore, but it's fine. It's adequate. When I ask, are you still happy considering the size? He says he is because the indoors is spacious. Mm -hmm. How is he getting along with Zazu, the other dog? Okay, so Charlie, Zazu, the other dog. You know, um, Charlie just shows me sometimes walking away from Zazu and giving that dog space. When I ask, what is this about? I have to respect that dog. And when I ask, where does this idea you have to come from? Well, Zazu will make me. So apparently Zazu's oh. got a bit of um, a strong personality. I don't get Charlie's afraid of him at all, but it's like, I do have to respect that dog. I wonder if that dog's older. She is. She's okay. 12. Actually, she's 13. Okay. So, you know, honestly, um, he uh, Zazu will put Charlie in his place if, you know, Zazu feels that mm, um, Charlie is getting a little bit too close to her. Um, two things I just wanted to remind him. He said that he was going to behave. Now, apparently, they had uh, an incident that Melissa called me about where Scott, her husband, had to get stitches, similarly to Brianna. Um, is he having a hard time sharing with Zazu? He needs to realize that that's something he needs to do in order to get along in their house. Okay. What, what was it? Was it over... A resource it was of some over two brand new bones for Zazu's birthday. Okay, okay. Um, Charlie thought that he could actually sneak it away, and then he feels that she sprung on him. So he calls her the instigator, but in the sense that she's the one who struck with teeth. And then he says, though, but I did try to take her object. So you can't steal from another dog if it's hers. You need to, you, you know, eat the one that you're given. He says, well, she thinks they both were hers. So, mm, well, it was her birthday. 
So what was he given? What did the people give him? The same thing. The same thing. Okay. But maybe he perceived the fact that, or, you know, she may have been perceiving the fact since it was her birthday that, it, that they were hers. Okay. Um, is he aware that Scott was injured? Are you aware that Scott? Uh, well, that all happened so fast. He feels like Scott kind of put his hand in between the two dogs, and that's how it happened. Yes. It wasn't that Charlie was going after Scott. It was not intentional like that. Um, yeah. Z Zazu was well, giving me a hissy face, and I was, well, the two dogs were having a disagreement. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, so that he knows and understands, Melissa recognizes that maybe that Scott shouldn't have done what he did. But she does want to praise him for the fact that he has been on his absolute best behavior ever since the incident. Okay. He says, I know I have to respect Sazu. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, he, okay. he knows now. <laughs> okay. Sometimes they have to learn. I know we only have one minute left, but is Charlie aware of the fact that they're having a baby? Okay. Um, you know, he hears talk about it. When I ask, how much do you understand? That I know they're going to give birth to a ball. Okay, it's not a ball. It's actually a baby. Here's what a baby looks like. And babies will cry and make noise and receive a lot of TLC and round-the-clock care, especially as newborns, from the humans. So that is going to create a bit of a change in the routine. Do you understand this? He says, oh, like when I was a puppy and my mom gave me round-the-clock care. Yes, like that. Except for humans, it doesn't last just, you know eight weeks. <laughs> it's, it lasts many years. Um, he nods his head. He says he's okay with that. He's, okay. He really isn't... Oh, I'm sorry. He really isn't so possessive around bones and things of that sort, like a human would really need to watch with a baby, but Zazu is. So, um, Charlie has learned yeah. from that. He keeps going back to that. I've learned from that incident. Um, I do want to be a good boy. I didn't start the fight. He says, Zazu just reacted to me taking it. I thought I could get away with it. Um, honestly, that's a normal common dog squirmish. They learn from such events. Yeah. But yeah, I can understand how an owner would react, and that's scary, and you don't want it. it often ta dog tussles look worse and sound worse than they typically are. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, as long as he... I know he did this last time, but he... As long as he can promise he'll try to be a really good boy with the baby, because truthfully, and I know he knows this, but they really do absolutely adore him. Okay. Excellent. So he hears that, and with the baby, you need to keep your teeth in your mouth, your paws to your side, you know, standing on the ground, and just be real polite, because newborns are very fragile. Their skin is fragile, and parents can sometimes be a bit overprotective about their babies when it comes to dogs like yourself, and I just mean like yourself because you're, you're, you're a different species and sometimes you don't always understand our ways in the same way that you understand your ways. He says, I get it, I get it. I need to keep my doggy breath off the baby's face. Okay. So yeah, 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 give yeah. space to the baby. That's what we're after, Charlie. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, just that we miss him and love him, and hopefully he still knows when I'm thinking about him. He does. And he says, you found me a good home and I am happy. They give me lots of things here. He gets lots of treats. Uh-huh, he does. Yeah, they treat him. I mean, honestly, between you, me, and Charlie, we couldn't have had a better situation, even though I'm still heartbroken. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better scenario. Oh, um, I do miss him more than I think I've missed anything in my entire life, but 
I think we made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he gives you a thumbs up, so he is in agreement <laughs> with what you said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, I feel much better about both of them. Um, <laughs> amazing, as always, as mm-hmm. always. Good. Um, they both sound like they're still in pretty good places right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I did want to ask you is, is Zach on any sort of chondroitin or any anything to help with bones and joints? He just started on a uh, anti-inflammatory just to get a quick response. I don't know if he's feeling any better after he's had three of them now. And then he's going to start on just a natural supplement, about 1,500 milligrams a day. Okay. So he embraces the idea of starting that natural supplement. Um Okay. I don't get that he really is feeling any effect yet, at least on the three pills. But it also feels like whatever that product is, it needs to build up a bit, you know. Uh-huh. So, okay. yeah, so too soon. Too soon to tell. Supplement, the supplement, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in part because he thinks supplements are food-related, like human-related. So he has this well, connotation of, ooh, that's going to be yummy. <laughs> yeah. And, and he does need to understand it could take several weeks for the supplements actually start making a regular difference so okay it's going to take a little work he says that's fine he says i'll just sleep until that time happens <laughs> yeah okay all right very good we're gonna we we do think he might have a little touch of lime because he had a fever uh yesterday but we'll find out the results of that and we'll just deal with that when it comes in he says that's fine that's fine. Again, he's he's quite content. Takes everything in stride. So easy going. Oh, is, he's so yeah. mel- He's absolutely one of the best dogs ever. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, Cinda. Well, we are set. Just give me twenty four hours to email you the recording. Thank you, dear. I'm <laughs> happy that you're happy, and I appreciate you making me feel better every time I talk to you. <laughs> you're certainly welcome. I'm just relaying. I'm just okay. relaying what they say. But you're welcome. <laughs> I, but that's special gift. I appreciate it. You know we all do. So enjoy your house, and I'll be in touch in a few months or so. All right. Sounds good. Bye-bye for now. Take care. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.